and welcome to Bothering the Band. We are so thrilled to have with us today Raquel Jones, amazing, vibrant, ruthless performer, songwriter, rapper, you name it. She does it. She also has a new album coming out on the 23rd. I'll let her talk about it. Welcome, Raquel Jones. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. It's an honor to be here with you guys. I'm happy to be here. Where are you, Raquel, where are you at in the world right now? I'm in LA right now. Okay, cool, cool. I like your backdrop there. Is that a door? Is that a window? Um, no, it's just... It's like soundproofing? Yes, kind of. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and your hair looks great for those who can't see because it's a podcast. Her hair is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for taking the time. First question, what did you do today? What did I do today? I hung out with a friend. I went to the beach, uh, had burgers, great conversation, and hang out. Oh, God, that sounds lovely. <laughs> burgers. What kind of burger? Like, what kind of burgers? Cheeseburger. Did you like In and Out Burger? You're on the West Coast. No, it wasn't In and Out. I'm bad at remembering places, so I don't <laughs> remember. Oh, that's cool. Cool. So first question, and this is just from my heart. I have to ask, what's your first love? Do you do you love hip hop or reggae more? You want to get me in such trouble answering that? If I say hip hop, I can't go back to Jamaica. And if I say reggae, my hip hop fans are going to feel neglected. But I want to I, I think <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, maybe gospel and then reggae and then hip hop in that order. Oh, that's great. No one can no one can fault you for, for the gospel. No one can get mad at you if you say gospel first. Yeah, because I grew up in a Christian family. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to tell me just a little bit about the Miss Universe pageant. Um, like what did you have a special talent? Don't those things have like uh, actually yeah. they didn't have when you do miss world they have a talent i mm-hmm. think but miss universe is about um they're looking for um a unique beauty with a personality and something to say who's got a heart that's it so they didn't ask us for talent if you had to do a talent what would you choose besides sing, besides like performing do you have a secret talent if i actually had to use my talent for Miss Universe, I would not have been first runner-up <laughs> because they might would I would probably use my art or my music, and they probably wouldn't have liked what I had to say. <laughs> oh, now I want to know what you would have said. Uh, we won't dive into it, but I, I'm so curious. Fit into the context of per- political correctness that goes along with pageantry, <laughs> maybe you've heard my music. I have, I have, and I've read. Uh, you know, doing research and stuff like that. You mentioned your art. Uh, for those who don't know, Raquel is an amazing uh, artist painter. What's the last thing you painted? Last thing I painted was today. Um, my friend and colleague who's a part of my label is doing <laughs> a music video. And um, he wanted a jumpsuit customized um, painting on it. And what I painted before that is a piece of art to be given to a fan uh, on my social media. Oh, that's cool. So <laughs> what, what are you painting on your friend's jumpsuit? Do you know? 
just words and symbols and um, images that uh, speak to the context of the song. I'm gonna send you, I have a coverall jumpsuit. I'm gonna send it to you if you can clean it for me. You gonna send me some money too? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. It'll be pennies though. Like it'll be a lot of money, but only in pennies. I like coins, so that's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're from Jamaica. I have to ask, this is another question that might get you in trouble. Um, and it's straightforward. Toots or Bob? Bob. I'm in love with Bob Marley. We have the same birthday and everything. Oh, yeah? It's like that February, was, right? Yeah, February 6th. Oh, well, happy belated. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love Bob Marley. Do you have Me a favorite Mar Bob Marley song? Give thanks and praise. Okay, good one. Pull in it. Okay. Uh, what scares you the most? The thing that scares me the most is the thing that I crave the most and the thing that fills me the most and is love. If you had a, uh, when you come out with, one day when you come out with your autobiography, what is it going to be called? Ishmael's Daughter. That's my dad's name. Oh my God, that's an amazing title. <laughs> it's, this is such a silly podcast, but I get so surprised when it's such a, I guess, heartfelt answer. That's a really good answer. I don't even know how to follow it up. Do you have a microwave? That's the next question. Uh, I'm not into microwaves. There is a microwave where I live at. I don't use it though. No. Yeah, What's your favorite? Go ahead. The radiation. I don't want to tell you, I just used the microwave to heat up Indian food right before this. Maybe you shouldn't do that anymore. No. <laughs> Get I'm, a toast. Oven. Yeah, I probably should have put it in the oven. I'll do that for you tomorrow, I promise. <laughs> Whatever I eat. Okay. <laughs> um so we're gonna that so I look first of all, I love sacrilege. That song, I have it. I've been playing it like every morning before this. I'll leave it. <laughs> um, but switching a little bit. Are you the queen of hearts or the queen of diamonds? Hmm. Maybe hearts, because I want to make the connection to people through my art. Yeah. So I could hearts. <laughs> when did you start? Uh, I don't know. Just creating. Did you always know since you were little? I mean, whenever I hear that question being asked to create is it's such a weird thing because we were born creating. You know, you never stop creating. So it's very difficult to say because that kind of like put it into a category like it's this thing that you discovered when it's very much a part of you, like breathing, sleeping, eating, you know? Absolutely. So I am first and foremost a writer. And uh, I always say that it, it chose me. I had nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. It crept up on me one day. And my first love is poetry. And I know that you, you write poetry. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite poem or poet? Man, that's a tough one. Because I like my poetry because it's my expression, but I like all the poems I've ever written because I feel like poetry is such an underrated art form. So I connect to every poem I've ever written. I've been influenced 
I, I mean, read or heard, and I've been influenced by it all. So I can't exactly say which is my favorite. Well, that's a good answer. I don't know how to follow that one either. No more <laughs> microwave questions. <laughs> uh, what's the last thing you ranted about? Either angry or happy or anything you just sounded off about? The last thing I ranted about was uh, me feeling disconnected because I feel like <sighs> human beings lack empathy and they're so heartless. And it, what uh, triggered that rant was the 13-year-old kid who got killed by the police. I just completely lost it that day. So I just went off on my social media <laughs> about that. And um, I just felt really heavy with the collection of things that were happening in Jamaica and in America and the, the world as a whole. I just was not happy and I just went off. Uh, so does a new album reflect that same passion? That same there are some rags in there. Yeah, <laughs> there's some rants in there. Uh, do you want to elaborate? Is there a specific rant that is? That there's is rant about being angry mm -hmm. and women not having the space to be angry without being categorized or without being called an angry woman, without being called aggressive or emotional or angry black woman or uh, without being stereotyped really. Um, so I'm angry about that and I ranted about that. There's a rant in it about um, darker skinned women being fetishes. There's a rant about uh, women being sexually liberated that uh, need to, society feel they need to slut shame. Um, there's a rant about being fucking heartbroken and hurt. <laughs> um, there's a rant about uh, being perceived as being heartless simply because of a fate I didn't choose or a skin I didn't choose. Yeah, those are a few. How do you want your rants to be perceived for a, a, in the long term? Like let's, let's flash forward a hundred years from now, what do you want your legacy to be? First of all, let's start with, I don't want it to be perceived as a rant. I want it to be seen as somebody who is uh, expressing their feelings about something that they feel strongly about. A um, hundred years from now, I don't know, I tried to be in, uh, in the present so I can't predict how that will be perceived. A hundred years from now, what I hope for is that whatever I'm angry about or emotional about right now will change a hundred years from now. So. And whatever is it that I was emotional about right now will be relevant then. Do you want anything that you're talking about or expressing to, I guess the goal is to make it not as, uh, as power, to take away the power from those, I guess, evil forces, for lack of a better word. Am I correct in saying that? You want to take the power away? um that's that's one of the goals um but first and foremost i want us to acknowledge that um 
the power is really within the masses. And the more unified we are, is the more powerless the very small percentage of the people who seem to be in control become. You know what I mean? Yeah. So first thing. Wow. So I guess what do you want? What are you doing tomorrow? That's the that's a good next question. Uh I may just catch up on some rest tomorrow. And, um, oh, actually, no, I may be filming something tomorrow. I just remembered. <laughs> is it a secret? Mm, maybe. This is how the, how the question is phrased. How much did you have to dream last night? I didn't get a lot of sleep, so it didn't lend itself enough space to dream. <laughs> uh, are you the type of person, and this is a, I'm envious of these people. When you lay down that you're automatically asleep or does it take you a little while to fall asleep? I have a sleep disorder, so it takes me a while. Oh my goodness. I, it takes me forever. I stare at the ceiling and just think of like, and I think about death. That's all I do. Oh my God, that got dark. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's, that's why I'm a poet. I'm a, you know, that's why we do this. We want to keep it, you know, keep it a little lighter, a little bit more on the positivity side. You're a poet because you're morbid and depressed. No, I'm a poet because I love love and I fear death. You fear death. The one thing that's inevitable. I know. That's interesting. You don't fear death? No. At all? Mm -mm. Oh I fear what I fear is. Um my loved ones, how they cope with it. What I can't fathom is, why is it that we don't know when we're gonna die, but it's the one thing that we know is certain. But I, death itself, I don't fear. That's a good way to put it. Do you fear getting older? Uh, no. no, I embrace that and I look forward to it. I, I fear getting older and like my body breaking down. Now this is a podcast about me. I gotta turn it back on you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shoes are you wearing? What kind? I'm not wearing shoes right now. I'm wearing what socks. Shoes? I'm uh, home, so. Okay, so this is a question we ask a lot of people. Um, when you put on your shoes and your socks, do you put on sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I have time to think about that because most of the times when I'm putting my shoes on, I'm in a hurry and I just got to get the fuck out the door, so. I'm so just, curious. Next time, next time when you do it, I'm curious. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> think about it and like tweet us or something. Uh, <laughs> if you could, if you could, um, so this is kind of two-parter. If you could work with anyone in music right now, who would you want to work with? Kanye West. That's a good answer. What do you think he's like in the studio? Uh a very passionate creative and a visionary. I bet you he's like super serious. I bet you he yeah. puts everything behind him. Yeah. And I'd want to see that and I'd want to experience that and work with that. I would love that. I, can I just come along when you, that happens? Cause it's, you're, it's going to happen. I hope so. And you're welcome to join. <laughs> I'll just, I promise I'll just stay quiet and stay in the back. If you'll allow it. <laughs> Um, this just in, uh, my producer is texting me, just love Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, 
Wait till I get my money right. That's your favorite, Kanye? It's one of them. <laughs> you had a dream you could buy your way to heaven. And when you woke up, you spent it all in the necklace. I spent it all on t-shirts and poetry books. That's a small amount of money. I know, but I'm a simple man. I don't think that could buy your way into heaven, actually. Maybe the poetry can. Oh, that's a good question. What do you What do you think will buy your way into heaven? Is there a heaven? I don't know. You tell me. Um, I don't know that. I don't waste my thought and things that I know that I question if they're real. So I've never thought about how to get in there, if I should get in there. When I do think about it, I think about it if it's real. I don't know. I don't have no proof that it is. Do you? I don't have any proof. <laughs> I would like to think that there is, that there's something bigger. I don't know what well, that I'd would be. I like to think that there is. Have you ever thought about, have you ever like broken that down, like unpacked that? Why is it that you would like to think that? See, that's my problem with religion is that we, uh, we give ourselves this false sense of hope or this uncertain hope because we are afraid to accept what our reality is. So we find comfort in this optimism or this hope that we don't even have tangible proof that it's real. So you liking, you the fact that you would like to think that it's real is an issue because that tells me then that without proof that this thing exists, you'd want to believe that instead of dealing with what is current and present in front of you very true however the world and people and love and art and everything's so beautiful i think that it's like selective that i want to believe that it was made all for a reason all for a good reason at least have you ever thought about what um conditioned your thought process into thinking like that in terms of what, like uh, how? Because I feel like religion is a basis of all those kinds of thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not even religious. That it, you're not? Are you sure about that? <laughs> yes, but I don't know what heaven is. I'm just saying something. That's the only word I have. It is real, even without knowing what it is. Yeah. Just something that, bigger and better, you know? That makes sense to you? You have no proof of what it is or if that if it's real, but you want to believe it it actually is real. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. And also that I'm not smart enough to know like to even comprehend what's beyond or bigger. But okay. I know that I'm this big and there's something big. Oh, That's for sure. But that but but to reduce that mm -hmm. to believing something that we don't know if it's real it it, it it does a disservice to that very profound thing that you just said to me absolutely i agree i didn't mean to do a disservice <laughs> <laughs> okay back to the questions and this is a good one i think you'll like this one if you woke up one morning and all the birds stopped singing how long would it take you to notice? Immediately. Yeah? 
Because mm-hmm. I grew up uh, hearing birds sing all the time. Um, I grew up surrounded by nature where I heard nature. Mu- uh, nature was my first um, music. So do I you, noticed immediately. Do you think it'd be a little bit delayed in Los Angeles? Oh, fuck yeah. Where do I hear birds <laughs> in this motherfucker? <laughs> I'm I so I answered that question earlier and I um because we were just going over the questions and I'm from New York so I'm like yeah it would take me like a day to realize it yeah 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 you know probably longer probably longer depending (laughs) on where you are in New York (laughs) I I would realize all the pigeons were gone I'd be like where'd all the pigeons go but there's no poop on your hats (laughs) (laughs) no no poop on my Yankees my perpetual Yankees hat yeah that's funny (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so then like what's the next question i'm trying to steer clear the dumb questions now did you write them down i did i have them right here you don't know what the next question is i do know i just think this is such a great interview i don't want to ask you the silly questions like your shoes and shit you know have you ever ignored someone straight to their face all the time yeah all the time yeah do you want to talk about the reason Uh oh oh sorry it's okay my phone was ringing i'm right there um the reason is um when that happened is the nicest thing i could possibly do and the most respectful thing in the under the circumstances it's just a turn turn away ignore that person yeah or just stare at them and pretend they're not there for those of you listening, right when I asked that question, Raquel's screen went, went dark. <laughs> so I thought this was like either a joke or her way of... Oh my God, a call was coming in. <laughs> I thought you were like, fuck this, I'm out. Um, what was your last tattoo? My last tattoo? Hmm, that's interesting. Uh... I'm trying to remember if it was this um, Seth Meth tattoo on my arm or my Basquiat crown on my neck. Oh, I love the Basquiat. Let me see. Because I get most of these while I'm on tour as my therapy, so it's all a blur. So I think it's um, maybe the Basquiat crown on my neck. Did the neck hurt? Actually, I fell asleep when I was getting that one. That's the least painful tattoo ever. The one in the back of my head, I passed out two times. Which one? I have one in the back of my head. It's a lion. I passed out twice. Oh. Did you feel <laughs> like vibrating? Um, I, I felt, you know how they say like everything is connected. I felt pain in my head and other parts of my body. Oh, and my body just gave way to the pain and I passed out. But then I was like, ain't no punk. I already committed to this. I have to see through. It hurts, but I gotta, I gotta get it done. But um, it, it hurt more than I could possibly imagine. Oh, I want to get a, I want to get two head tattoos. Now you're good luck with that. that. Yeah, no. Plus, the sound in your head too. Well, it, yeah, it's. So, do you have any idea what your next tattoo is? It may be ignorant. Title. <laughs> Where are you gonna get it? I'm not sure. I'm deciding if on my arm, because I want to fill this arm out and mm-hmm. make a sleeve. Maybe, because it's my first album, so it's symbolic, and I want to get it done in the 
the text that's used on the album cover, you'll see it. Um, I created it. So um, it's kind of my art, but maybe on my arm, my leg, my collarbone or something. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But I wanted to get it the day when the album comes out. So what's that? Friday. Friday, the 23rd, <laughs> everyone. Actually, that's our next thing. You want to talk about the album? Let's, let's blow it up. Um, the album is a polarizing, blatant, riveting conversation starter for stereotypes. That's a very apt description. <laughs> so what's next for you? I mean, I know like COVID is hindering everything, but what's next on the agenda for Raquel Jones? What's next on the agenda is I'm going to take a shower, and get some sleep. What about professionally? Like where, what, like what's album and then what? Filming? We, do we know? Can we even decide what's going to happen next week, the week after in our daily lives, let alone our professional lives? We don't fucking know. So I don't know the answer to that. Let's see what, how this pandemic phases out first. If it phases out, are you going to hit, are you going to try to go on tour? Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> well, we can't wait. We can't wait for the album. I can't thank you enough for doing this. Um, I know you have to go, but I love it. I love your music. And <laughs> send me some poems, please. Everyone follow Raquel <laughs> Jones across the board. All her social. Her Instagram is amazing. Um, her music is even better. Thank you so much for doing this. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you, Abby. Turn your vowels with me to First Peter 2, verse 18. Unraveling and be eating them apples. Burning your choppers, folk the Bible novels. Shouldn't have shackle or shouldn't have hit the gavel No, we ready for battle, vicious to tackle up on tabernacles Killing the devil, seven by seven till the score is settled Emptied the vessel, demolished onto the pebble Leveled the field, give me the real, give me the steel Making them feel, making them bleed till they believe Give them the gospel, raw evangelism, pussy spitter the apostle Flooding them so vicious so we call it Pentecostal Sacrilegious so the damage is gonna be colossal Spiritual immortal but the beast with pterodactyl <laughs> Now let me motherfucking preach. Unleash. Now let me motherfucking preach. First Peter 2, verse 18. We're spiritual, we're not biblical, nigga. Metaphysical, we're not fucking religious, nigga. Diabolical, hidden in psychological shit. In the rituals and literature, they give us as gifts. They didn't tell us Barah, segment and Horus and Isis. But they paint us a picture so we know what a Christ is. Kill our prophets and replace them as myths. Give us the Virgin Mary, tell me who is that bitch? Modern scholastics could not undo the hieroglyphics. Ain't got the practice. Knowledge is in our genetics. I wish they didn't touch us, I wish they didn't Columbus I wish they didn't tamper with the gods among us They fucking with my trust when they made us religious Heard us, they made us